Welcome to the Path to Inspiration podcast, daily content to remind you to inspire and be inspired. And this podcast is hosted by the founder of Path to Inspiration, Sebastian Grinko. Welcome to all. Today, I want to talk about a very interesting topic that I hope will be of interest to you guys, and I hope will help you somehow, somewhat. And this subject is revolving around the topics of conceit, arrogance, low self-esteem, and comparing ourselves to others. Now, we're in the era of social media, right? This era is amazing. We have access to things we had not before so easily, right? I'm not that young, but I'm not that old. I'm about to turn 33. I remember a time where we would not be able to have all those streaming all this access to what celebrities are doing on a live live basis. We can know, literally, I can check my Facebook, my Instagram and pretty much know what people are doing right now, a couple of hours from now. Because everything is so accessible, for lack of a better term. So at that time, when we were younger, we didn't, the internet, we had, remember, for those of you who are older than me, or same age as me, we had to plug in the modem and like wait for the and like like this internet we had like subscription where we had like 30 hours per month and stuff like this now it sounds like ridiculous now that we have wireless everywhere by that time you had to connect you had to put in the passcode and, and you had to connect it disconnect it all the time and you had like another one hour and, and it was done then after you had the, the unlimited hours etc and I remember a time even more, um, a, a, a even more bygone time where we had magazines and we had to catch the TV or when we wanted to listen to a song, we had to wait until we listened to it on the radio. We had to wait for it to come back on the radio or we had to wait to see it on TV. Now we can just go on YouTube and play whatever song we want, right? Spotify, etc., etc. It's crazy, right? That was not such a long time ago. That was like, what, 15 years ago? It, it was like yesterday. But nowadays, even though with all this access, we have the thing that is called social media. And I'm not here to shit on social media. It has its pros and cons. I guess it all begins with the mindset that you have about it, right? Yes, it is true that when it comes to social media and stuff like that, you can... There's statistics, statistics that have been made that social media are definitely increasing low self-esteem, comparing one another, arrogance some, sometimes, and things of that nature. Conceit. And yes, it is hard. It is a very human quality that we always compare ourselves to others because we all want to be on top of the world. I mean, our egos want to be on top, right? True insecurities most of the time. And it is, yes, some sometimes uh, hard because the ideal we are being shown in medias and social medias and whatnot are fake and unnatural and um, sometimes inaccessible, so to speak. Because we cannot reach those the, the pinnacle of time. And sometimes those people are just that talented, that good looking, that smart, that hardworking, etc., etc. 
and we all want these extraordinary lives and because we think this is the model and if we fall short even a little bit of this model we've seen on social medias and media we think we are failures right and this is a, a mindset that we all should shift and we shall all think about in a different way because that's a, a rat race you cannot win at all because you always want something else desires begets beget more desire the more you want the more you want so it's an endless vicious cycle and we should deal with it but when it comes to comparing I guess I understand why people would say that social media is the cause, but I do have to agree with Gary Vaynerchuk that to a certain extent that social media is not the problem. Social media exposes our behaviors. I have more of a 50-50 opinion on this. I do believe that social media exposes our weaknesses and unwholesomeness and unwholesome thoughts and behaviors and patterns, but I do also believe that social media exaggerate and exacerbate out this type of behavior so i don't think it's just so black and white but social media is social media and as gary venishak said and i do agree 100 with him those media outlets are free and nobody's forcing you to be on that if you have so many so much so 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 much problems with this is you feel shitty just don't go on social media and that's what that's um, um, a mindset I've been cultivating for years if I know that this will make me negative I'll just avoid it altogether if I can obviously but social media nobody's putting a gun to my to my head and telling me that like, you should go on Instagram you should do this you should go on, on, on Facebook and, and just check my feed all day all night nobody's forcing you so somehow we are just torturing ourselves because that's what we're dealing with and nobody's forcing you to watch TV. Nobody's forcing you to watch music, uh, to listen to this kind of music and consume this kind of content. So, to that extent, Gary Vaynerchuk is a hundred percent right. But what to do and how to cultivate this mindset? And it's not easy to have this mindset. But to begin, I want to start with something that is very important in the Buddhist in the Buddhist teaching. The Buddha said that there's three forms of conceit. The first one is thinking you're above others. The second one is thinking you are below others. And the third one that is not obvious at all is when you think you are equal to others. And obviously the first one and the second one are the most talked about arrogance, low self-esteem. But nobody would think like if you think you are equal, there's something wrong with something wrong and unwholesome with it. But it is the case because as soon as you compare it to yourself in one way, shape, or another, you are already reinforcing your ego one way or another. And it's all due to insecurities. Whether you compare yourself to others in a way you're equal to them, below them, or above them, it's still pride, it's still conceit. Because when it comes to comparing, you should not do it at all. Why? Because comparing prevents you from feeling the compassion. So if you look down on people, you might feel like they shitty people, why they're not good enough, or you might resent them or have pity for them. You compare to you you if you compare yourself as equal to others, like oh I'm like them, I might I'm pretty cool, I'm pretty good. Or you might see them as equal and you're in a shitty situation and say, oh my god, I'm as bad as them, you know? 
Oh, you arrogant. It's not necessarily the words. You arrogant is like, oh, I'm the best at everything. I'm the best. Look at them. You know what I mean? Oh, sorry. I, I, I flipped it around. But if you down and you look at other people and think they're all better than you, you feel like what? Guilt, shame, lack of self-love, lack of self-esteem. That's ego too. That's insecurities. It's all rippled with insecurities no matter what level of the ladder you are. Whether arrogant, equal, or low self-esteem. It's all pride and conceit. The only thing you need to do is not cultivating comparison to begin with. Why compare? And obviously as humans, it's not easy. But from what I've learned in Buddhism and myself in my life, and I'm not, it's not like I'm not subject to this, but I need to, to catch it as soon as it appears because that's a fucking rabbit hole I don't want to go in. Because it's a deep one. Because that leads to very unwholesome way of thinking and patterns like like if i'm being honest right like <laughs> and i try like if i go down like instagram and i see people from my entourage or acquaintances or people i know from this or, you know what i mean like people on in in one of your circles or people you've seen hanging out around the same place as you right same venues etc you look at their lives and one would oh my god, look at this guy. Oh my god, look, oh he has a girlfriend. Oh she's not that pretty. Oh she's so pretty. Oh he's so lucky. Oh why he succeed. Oh why he has so much money. Oh he was lucky. You know what I mean? And you feel shitty about yourself, you feel shitty about others. It's like oof. I think all of you can relate to what I just said. You know, it's very human and it's completely normal. However, what is not normal is to let it go. No, sorry, what is not normal is to sustain it. And cultivate it in your mind because there are ways to deal with it. This is something that is pretty taboo in our society. We cannot say like, oh my god, I envy him, I envy her, I envy this situation. Oh my god, I feel like shit. Oh my god, I compare, you know. Because like we feel like less, like lesser people when we do this. And I understand, we've all been there. But the thing is, this is a universal thing. Especially in our societies, in our Western and Westernized society, where we all driven by the chase of money and the chase of material goods and the chase to be the best, etc. Not necessarily think it's a bad thing, but it should be done as something that we want for ourselves that make us happy, not that we want to be best at everything and and be the and 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 rule out the competition and feel good like from an egocentric point of view that we think we with a shit, right? No, it's not it's not that way. If we do things we have to do it because it makes us happy. And we do things that abide that that by our own rules of happiness, not the rules that we think would make us happy because we think that being better, quote unquote, than others will make us happier. It never does. It never does. It gives you a short satisfaction but it's never lasting. It's not fulfilling by any means. So the way I deal with this is a very Buddhist way and I never label myself as Buddhist even though I'm very close to the teachings of the Buddha and very grateful for the teachings of the Buddha but those teachings are from the Buddhist tenets. There's two things. The first one is called Buddhita which also translates as sympathetic joy. What does it mean? Sympathetic joy is Rejoicing in the happiness, in the joy, in the good of other people. How does it translate in reality? When we see someone doing good, we wish them even more good. We rejoice in their happiness 
as if it is our own. Now, is it an easy thing to do? Hell no. For some people, yes, but not for most people, it would take some time because you have to catch it. That's why meditation is not only sitting with your eyes closed and watching the breath. Meditation is having this constant awareness to catch the unwholesomeness and let go of it and not dwell on it. More specifically, not dwelling on it because if you see it and you don't dwell on it, that's good enough. That's letting go. But if you dwell on it, you need to be able to see that you dwell on it so you will revert back and not keep your mind focused on the unwholesome and revert your mind to something else. That's why it's so important to cultivate your mind. So when you catch yourself feeling this negativity, maybe you're having a conversation with someone and someone is telling a friend of yours is telling you about an acquaintance you have and telling you how successful this person is or how happy this person is or how well this person is doing in life. Some people, and I, I'm, I'm victim, I'm guilty of this sometimes. I'm not perfect, you know. What you should do instead of going down this negative path, Focus, literally, life. Focus and tell yourself, I wish them happiness. I wish even more of this for them. Yes, it might seem like it might seem like you are lying. It might seem you are lying, but you're not lying. You're changing. You have an intention to actually do it. Maybe your emotions are tell and your beliefs are telling you that you're lying. But by cultivating it, you are setting a new intention and doing this over time. You will only grow strong and stronger. To the point where you will feel like those people, those strange people that you don't necessarily know will have good in their life that you can rejoice as if this good was your own. You know, if someone you love, someone you truly love unconditionally, like a son or a daughter, for example, if they do something well and they do something good and they're happy, you're happy for them, you need to cultivate this unconditional Sorry, sympathetic joy and this rejoicing for all the good in the world. And that is mudita. Also, there's metta, compassion. So when people have lesser events, lesser luck, unfortunate things happening to them. You notice how, how sometimes we hear about an acquaintance or we see the news and we see hear about a failure of someone and we feel better about ourselves i'm not saying it's the worst thing that can that you can feel but a better way to deal with it is if someone is dealing with some some, some especially the people you don't like or some people you're jealous and envy when they're going to unfortunate things it's easy to feel happy because, oh my God, it makes you feel so much better about yourself. What you should do, the same way you did with mudita and sympathetic joy, is cultivate thoughts of kindness, of warmth, of care, and wish them better. You say you feel for them. You feel as a loving person. You don't feel sad. You don't need to feel sad as they are feeling sad. You don't feel as bad as them. But in your heart, and with your thoughts to begin with, you cultivate stronger vibes towards them you tell yourself i wish them well i hope you will get better i feel for them you know what i mean truly and you master this as you did with mudita you master this so never what is the situation even if i'm talking about um even if bad people 
at the very least, if something bad happened to bad people, it's also easy to, to say, oh, they got what they deserve. But who are we to judge what they deserve? We cannot make ourselves the judge and the executioner. Why? Because it doesn't lead to a more wholesome state of mind. Even if those people who do bad things, we don't need to wish them bad things because karma will take care of them. There is justice in the grand divine scheme of things. We don't need to think, oh, they sh they good things happen to them. Why, why did you say? We don't need to go down a pathway. At the very least, if you think this way, don't think about them. Just think, karma, karma is just. Don't worry, karma is there. At the very least, you can rationalize this because it's true. Karma, what goes around comes around. But don't think about it and like, ah, they'll, they'll get it. They'll, they'll get that shit, you know what I mean? Once... At one point or another, you don't need to think about it. Just instead, just think, oh my God, they will suffer from the consequences of the acts. Have compassion because you don't want to see anybody suffer. I have a good example. Sometimes you watch TV. I watch NBA. <laughs> I'm guilty of uh, being a fan of the NBA. And sometimes I watch those uh, sports analysts. And sometimes they would say things that infuriate me. Infuriate me, and sometimes they would make things that make me happy. And when they infuriate me, I don't like them. And when they say something I like, I like them, you know. And say things with people, with people in your life. If you see someone who a stranger, right, who says something, you just know, don't really know them. You just see them for the first time. You see them for the first time. And they do something bad, or they say something bad, or their behavior is just uncouth. And you're like, oh my god, I don't like this person. But then, in other circumstances, you see this same person, you never met this person before, but this person is suffering. Something shitty is happening to him or his family. And this person is distraught, sad, crying, sobbing. You will feel compassion for this person. So remind yourself that all these people, we all, there's no black and white, we're all in the gray zone. We do good, we do bad, and everything in between. Always try to go to the good, see the good, wish for the good, hope for the best for people and yourself, of course. But that's the way you should go about it. Cultivate good. If people are doing good and good things are happening to them, mazel tov. Alhamdulillah. Wish them more of the good. If people are doing bad and bad things are happening to them, have kindness for them. Not pity. Kindness for them. Have compassion. Hope that their things will get better for them. And that's how you deal with comparison. You don't need to compare. You just wish well. Hope for the best for everybody. The great late Wayne Dyer said that if you wish, if you, for those of you who envy more than uh, hate, <laughs> Linda used to say that if you want something, wish it for someone else. There you go. That's made a better way. It worked for me. It works for other people. I guarantee it will work for you. But you need discipline. Discipline of the mind and awareness of the mind and understanding why you think this and how things work. And just by virtue of disciplining your mind over time, it will get better. I guarantee you. And it will make you a much happier life because nothing can really affect you because oftentimes we base the success and feelings of our lives comparing to others once you get rid of 
this you can be more authentic by being more loving unconditionally loving and caring you wish the best for everybody so you can be on your lane and you don't need to compare anymore yourself to anybody anymore therefore you can truly be yourself and by being truly be being truly yourself being kind to yourself being loving and being authentic to yourself and follow your own path and make your own rules thank you for listening this was the path to inspiration podcast for more information go to path for more content or sebgrinko.com for coaching